The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I am Lowdown Brown, and with me this time, this is a special episode, so with me this time is not F.U. Hunter, it is Mike the Hobbit Bicket. It's me! It's, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry for that. that oh, that's, if you could just edit that out. No, I, no, I no, oh, that. no, 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 sir. It's going to be there. Never fail to make sure that I sound like like the worst person whenever I'm on your show. Hey, you do it to yourself. I just, I, just, I just put out what you give me, man. Well, when I edit, I edit that stuff out so I sound cool. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's you. Doesn't work. <laughs> so. so tonight, uh, we've got actually we, we've got a special episode for you. We we have managed to land an interview with composer filmmaker John Patrick Brennan. And uh, you might know him uh, from the horror world. You've probably seen him on the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs. He has uh, been on some specials, making some music, and uh, they've all been hilarious and very enjoyable. <laughs> I got to say, uh Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, that was it's. They have been pretty fun behind the scenes too. I just laugh the whole time. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite that you've probably done is uh, the uh, Twelve Days of Phantasm. That was uh, <laughs> that, that yeah, was pretty freaking hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't know. That, was, that one was scary because it's so long. But it was good. Like I didn't get tired of listening to it. Like I didn't get tired of you know I didn't get tired of it. So it it, it worked. Yeah, because it's like I, I so I sometimes I have difficulty. Uh, playing and singing at the same time sometimes and with that it was just so many words to remember and there's a teleprompter and uh, it's what like seriously one of my first times actually on a set performing in that way Mm -hmm. and it was overwhelming but it worked i mean it it, we we got it done yeah yeah you got it done one of my favorites and i i would like to hear about like the five years ago you being told by future you that you were going to have a song about blood sucking freaks with Chris Jericho. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, that was awesome. I'm, it's, that, that, that song is rad as shit. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's, that was a really odd one because, uh, I had written a whole other, well, first of all, to answer that one part of your question, telling me five years ago, I wouldn't believe myself. I wouldn't believe. Yeah. Because I mean, a, it's Chris Jericho. B, I'm like, I'm just home recording on like stupid, you know, crappy equipment. There's no way that anybody's <laughs> going to put it on an actual TV sure. show. Sure. Mm-hmm. And now so, it's on the sh- official Shutter YouTube channel. Is that it? Yeah. And, and on top of that, it's a trauma movie. Like just all these weird worlds combined. Yeah. Just, I wouldn't have believed it at all. I would have, I would have laughed myself <laughs> out of the room. But um, I had written another song that we were going to do called The Cheap Ass Video Club. And I did a demo for that, but it was really complicated. It was almost like a uh, musical number where I gave Yuki a line, I gave Joe Bob a line, Darcy a line. And just because of our schedule, we weren't able to factor in enough time to do it. So uh, Austin told me, you know, we're going to cut the song. And then I was like, come on, man, we got to figure out a way to do something. And then um, he's like, all right, well, let me talk to Joe Bob. They talked and they said, if you can write a punk song that Chris Jericho could perform, We'll do it. I was like, absolutely. And literally, <laughs> like, I got like, this. <laughs> that song is funny, 
but it also it kind of fucks. Like that's, yeah, it does. It's, it, that's why I'm like it so much. It's like you know, it hits, man. It's like yeah. <laughs> I was desperate. That's why it fucked. We were going. We were getting on uh, probably a day or two before even leaving, and so and I was at my girlfriend's house. I was ready to just have like a fun time with her, you know, watch movies and like you know whatever for the <laughs> fuck uh, before leaving for fucking whatever eighteen days, and. Um, it turned out that I had to do this work. And I, so I was sitting there and I had her brother's guitar. And the day before I had been f- messing with tuning that uh, uh, Keith Richards uses, it's like open G and mm. I had never played in it before. So I'm like, I'm using this tuning and, and just all of a sudden this like really cool riff comes out. of it. And so I was like, wow, that, you know, I think if I was playing an E, it would have never come out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, would have been a, it wouldn't have been as good. So I got this like hard slamming sort of like, I don't know, driving riff that helped me then just write that song in maybe like two hours. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I recorded it in her bathroom. I sent it to Austin. He approved it. And that was it. It was like, woo. So it almost <laughs> didn't happen. Oh, but no, that's a solid one. So, I mean, so you kind of went into uh, how, okay, how that was written, but is that the general process when you're asked to come on to a special uh, uh, with The Last Drive-In? Do you, do you uh, come up with the music and the lyrics and you have, it's all up to you? Do you have any sort of uh, stop gaps that you have to go through to get it out there? Approvals do you have to submit it or... and approvals or do you just write it and submit it and like, hey, here we go? So, well, it's been different every time, honestly. I mean, the, like I said, um, the first one that we did the very the the Travis Crabtree sing along that also wasn't going to happen uh, because it was supposed to be the guy Lyle uh who who was the crypto cryptozoologist mm-hmm. he was going to sing it and then for some reason he didn't have his guitar or whatever so um Austin asked me to sing it from behind the scenes and it just like happened mm-hmm. same thing with the madman mars one like that wasn't going to happen oh yeah and um <laughs> And then Justin Martell, the producer, was like, oh, man, the Madman Martis is so uh, catchy. Maybe we should have Joe Bob sing it with John. And it just worked out. And I learned it in 20 minutes and we did it. Nice. So, But then there's times where this time I can't say what kind of songs that we're doing for the uh-huh. But I had two months to work on a couple of them, which, were, which was a whole different process where it's like, I can actually second guess myself and redo some stuff or, you know, work on the lyrics a little longer. So it's been a different process with each song, but I like that. I like being under pressure, but I also like having time. So you're, so, not, you're not willing to uh, break it on uh, from the mouth of madness. I, when, uh, I would be there's, I think that there, there's like a line in certain contracts that were from <laughs> AMC is the parent company. I think it's like any breach uh, of, of, it's like three, it's like $200,000 that you owe us. Holy Christ. <laughs> I, think I ain't doing that. No, no. Your, uh, your priorities are to order is the whole, like being sued for th- hundreds of thousands of dollars should be below your new friends on Mouse of Madness. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Hobbit here. I'm just, I'm just, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. If I ever have an exclusive, then I'll, I, I can break. I'll break it to you guys. I promise. Right. This one, I, I barely even have two hundred dollars, let alone two hundred thousand. So. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those last podcasts and left guys. You're ours now. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm everybody's. I'm a slut. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's really like the process has been really interesting because um, sometimes I work with Joe Bob, sometimes I work with Austin, uh, sometimes I just come up with an idea and then pitch it to them. So nice. So do you if like so say they tell you to like you're you say you're under the you're under pressure for this particular thing. Do you kind of watch the movie while you're coming up with it to get 
the content and write it and then get it to them? Uh, or do you just kind of know some of the content so well that it just comes out, it just comes out naturally. How does that work? Uh, uh, let's see which let's so, so for, uh, for come on, Mary Lou, it's prom night too. When we did the prom. Yeah, that was, was awesome. just like, I didn't have to watch, I had seen the movie, but it was just, I just had always wanted to do sort of a fifties type of doo-wop song. So I, I had that in me. I've, I'd, I'd been waiting to get the opportunity to do something like that. Um, but in certain regards to like other movies, like the Frogtown Blues. <laughs> oh, I love that one yeah. so much. <laughs> that that one, I, I watched the movie twice to get to get the the feel of it because it's like you know my sperm count is chartreuse and all the lyrics <laughs> that I had come up with were just like inspired by this weird ass movie. Oh, it's definitely a weird movie. I'm yes. obsessed with that movie. I got the like super fancy like we both got it actually. Yeah, Blu-ray <laughs> copy of that movie. It's. Yeah, yeah, Vine- yeah, Vinegar Syndrome did an awesome like rebranding, uh, like restoration of that film with these awesome fucking covers. I mean, the movie's complete fucking batshit, right? But it's oh um, god, it's amazing. It's hilarious. I love that. But film. I loved it, and it was great to like sort of pull a blues song out of that because I, I don't know if that would be the first uh, guess that people would go to as far as what type of music that movie would inspire. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Joe Bob uh, wanted to do a blues number and I, I loved it. I was so happy because I think he's actually really, really musically talented. And Really? Um, I, oh, yeah. And I hope to one day... He learns these things really fast. The, the, there's a song this year that we, we did. He didn't hear it until he got on set. And it took him 10 minutes to learn, and then we did it. It was amazing. And to watch that guy work like that is just like he's a consummate professional. And it's not only just the way that he delivers his information about the movies. To learn a musical number in 10 minutes is is pretty amazing. No, that's impressive. That's That's very impressive because that's a lot. Like, as a, uh, you know, guitar player, and I know you play bass. Like, it's, it's, it's like, I couldn't imagine just rolling up. I'm a guitar player, which means I play bass. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, just rolling up and like in 10 minutes, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense to me right now. (laughs) And and it's almost, it's almost like the pressure helps you perform better. That when we did the Man Man Mars thing, I learned it and I learned it low. Uh, as far as my register, because I thought that's how I was going to sing. And on set, he goes, all right, I'll go low, you go high, and then the second part will be around, which is really sort of complicated. He comes <laughs> yeah. in, then I come in, well, who did? and I just, like, my brain was exploding, but I took a cue from him is that he was so calm and he was ready to do it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, do it for Joe Bob. And I did, you know? Nice. <laughs> yeah. We got it in one take. Nice. Um. So with The Last Drive-In, are there any movies that, I mean, have you brought up any movies or are there movies that you really want to see him do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There are. And I, I mean, I throw suggestions, but uh, it's it's really up to Joe, Bob, Austin, Justin, and Matt. You know, they're the brain trust and yeah. Darcy as well. She throws in. Um, they're the brain trust. And I try to stay out of it because I don't want to muddy the waters because it's already sometimes, you know, it could be too many cooks, right? Sure. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. But I, I absolutely would love, love, my dream is to see Rocky Horror Picture Show and Phantom of the Paradise double feature with <laughs> as the guest. Phantom of the Paradise, wow. Wow, that's, nice. a, that's a deep one there, man. Nice. No, I love that. Nice. Paul Williams is like my one of my heroes. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Darcy. You're right. Like I, you watch all these, you watch all these episodes, and like she's constant. She was constantly going for Halloween three, <laughs> constantly oh, yeah, yeah. just pounding that movie down. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 
and she won't give up until they actually show it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah, no. Maybe know, maybe she's... maybe one Halloween we'll actually see Halloween at three. Hmm. <laughs> you never, you never know. Maybe never. this October looking for exclusive. I like it. The man no, I like it. I like it. He's just right. No, right. just the uh, utmost professionalism. Just exactly. Knowing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Only in this regard, yeah. but the rest of <laughs> Yeah, right. So musically, what what is it that you listen to during the Halloween season? Like, what is what kind? What what, what, what gets oh. you? What gets you going during the Halloween season? Well, specifically during the Halloween season, um, I don't know. I guess just like uh, if I were to, because I've listened to all types of music, to, uh, you know, not Halloween related. But if I were to have to put on like a Halloween playlist, it would be like probably music from uh, horror movies. You know, Henry mm-hmm. Manfredini, you know, John Carpenter stuff. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I love it. There's a song, you know, The Witch by the Sonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Like, really. Oh, the Sonics were awesome uh, band, dude. Cramps. The, yes. That kind oh, of yeah. Stuff. Yes. Misfits. Those yeah. guys. These, these would all be people that I would put on uh, a Halloween playlist. I mean, can we just have a Halloween party and you just come? Yeah, because yeah. that's like our playlist. Like, dude, you're talking <laughs> you're talking my language here, man. You said Misfits, The Cramps. Absolutely. Come on, the I would, Sonics. I love the Sonics. I would say yeah. b- between the people that he would have at his Halloween party versus the people we'd have at ours, I want to go to his Halloween party. <laughs> Truth. Yeah, can we just Sonics drive up? <laughs> combined. we got to combine. I, uh, yeah. I, just, I want to shotgun beers with Joe Bob. That's the, like, really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a rager. It'll be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It'd be, I think it would be just a fucking awesome time. To, one for the books. That, that, oh, Dockin. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nightmare oh, 3, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Dream I Warriors. Just, I just went to the Mahoning Drive-In in uh, Pennsylvania. I've been dying to go there. There. You have to go as a film lover. You have to go. It's one of the we, best. You were thinking about doing a road trip. It's like road trip up there because they do insane, awesome stuff all the time. We're seeing all I'm this gonna stuff. I'm going to go there twice a year without fail. Like nice. I'm from here on in. But uh, last weekend, me and my girlfriend were looking for like a socially distanced sort of vacation to do because we haven't gone anywhere in six months. And um, yeah, <laughs> we decided to go to f- the last day of Freddy Fest. And it was um, Trick or Treat, which is an amazing mm, movie. Yeah. that movie so much. Mm, and yeah. Freddy versus Jason, which on second viewing, this is my second time seeing it, uh, I actually liked a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but Trick or Treat, the Fast Way soundtrack, that's a Halloween masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. So you, when you say Trick or Treat, you mean the 07 or the or, or Trick or Treat? No, no, the, the Trick or Treat, the one from the 80s. With Gene okay. Simmons and Ozzy yeah, and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the best. I mean, I like the one. From uh, re- more recently, more recent, yeah, sure, Mike Darn. Pairing, pairing with the one with the Dawkins theme song, yeah, it makes <laughs> more sense. Yeah. To, I mean, well, then the actual metal stars in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I think if they had called it um, Ragman, it would have done a lot better because I think that that's the German title. It's just the the guy, the kid's name, Ragman, in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it might have done better because there's not a lot of tricking or treating going on in, in the film. No, and they mentioned Halloween like once. And then that's it. It's like, yeah. So I think it would have done better with a different title. Yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. Um. So so far with the last drive-in, I mean, you, you're on these specials and you know you're doing the music music numbers. But I mean, I'm sure you've you've been able to like actually have time and talk to some of these guests. So who who's been your favorite guest so far that you've, oh, you've come man, into town with? Every single person has been amazing. Nice. Uh, as a fan of horror, to meet every single one of them was great. Um. Tom Savini was so such a pleasure, and I, I'm not going to yeah. say who said that he was sort of a douchebag at conventions, 
he was the nicest guy and he was open. He was like telling stories. He was just so cool. And, and that was the one I was the most nervous to meet because I'm a huge fan of his work. And um, I just don't want to have that yeah. sullied by somebody being angry or mean or any of that stuff. And any rumor that I had heard was absolutely 100% false. The yeah. guy was so cool. I ran into that a little bit with uh, that. I didn't hear a lot of negative, but I heard a few people say that Robert England was a little bit challenging. Okay. And we got to interview him a few years back and he, he was, was the so most nice. Delightful, oh my Lord. Oh. Just, it's, just it's warm crazy. and it's, you know what I think is that sometimes at these conventions, people think that they're entitled to more than they actually are. Yeah. They're not entitled to anything. They're not entitled to anything there. Yeah. You know? it's, it's like, and then, then when he's like sort of standoffish or not just him, any guest then people take that as a personal offense and it's like imagine that you're sitting there and there's a hundred maybe even a thousand people a day coming up and asking you questions blah, blah, blah. sometimes you're just not like ready or you're not in the mood or you know i don't know no but i i think that's exactly what it is that if you look at like it's a saturday at, at six o'clock and there's still a long line that you got to get through and there's a dude that's asking you so many questions and you're yeah. already tired because you've been signing autographs since like 10 a.m yeah. You're yeah. going to have a different kind of approach to that person than you would the person at 10 a.m. that's there and just like, hey, great to meet you. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So but that he was great. Um, Every single per, like I said, every single person, Jer Jericho was like so friendly, even behind the scenes. Some of the stuff he was saying was more entertaining than what he was saying on the show. You know, he's always on uh, <laughs> great fan of heavy metal music. Ashley Lawrence from Hellraiser. Really, really cool. And she's a person. sweetheart. I've met I, I, yeah. I've had a chance to talk to her and we actually they had a whole uh hellraiser reunion at uh monster mania it was like two years ago and i got you know doug bradley um and the, and the rest of the Cenobites, and then she was there and i mean she is like a sweetheart i mean honest yeah. like just down like seriously like oh you're you're so nice you're just so, and, nice and have person. you seen her artwork yes yes it's actually if you follow her cat, uh, socials yeah head on a stick yeah <laughs> amazing painting i'm like yeah. this is incredible how does yeah. she not you know how is she not more well known for her art mm -hmm. i hope she is I, but um yeah it's so many people barbara crampton tiffany Sheppis, everyone was amazing yeah i mean you've had I mean, mike you've had uh, uh berryman has been on kane Hodder, all those yeah and to talk about another very intelligent guy um and he told us some great stories about his like coming up in the in the industry and just so cool to just get to meet these people see them as people because i also get to see another side of them as well because a lot of the times I'm the person picking them up from the airport and then making sure that they're settled into the hotel. Well, that's those years of trauma that taught you to wear a lot of different hats. You're the chauffeur yeah. and the, yeah. and the composer. As well, well yeah. it's just like, uh, well, it's just cause I also, I'm like, yeah, I'll definitely pick them up. I get to meet them. And yeah. First, yeah. I get like my own 20 minute private time to ask them whatever I want. Roll up in yeah. your like 1987 Toyota Tracel to pick up uh, Michael Berryman. <laughs> 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 story i i still regret it to this day and i i don't i think that she remembers uh i was driving to the studio one day bringing barbara crampton and we were just talking and all of a sudden the squirrel like darts out in front of the car and i slammed on the brakes and she screamed so she was like ah! and uh <laughs> and i like apologized to her so much because i, I felt like i don't know I, I didn't kill the squirrel which was a good thing and she she was happy about that but Imagine, like, I don't know, I could have killed Barbara Crampton. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's dangerous stuff. So, so you still have, you still, yeah, so I guess there's still that level of like, oh shit, where like, no, there's this 
icon next to me at least you know yeah. it's like gotta be careful you, yeah this, this is a precious pack this is a fragile you know? <laughs> the <laughs> plus side though is that yeah. you have a very singular moment where you got to hear her genuine scream it was a genuine scream yeah. and that was another thing is because like and you're the only one that's heard heard that one you know that <laughs> is genuine scream is, yeah and she she was really cool about it but i always like you know when you get the douche chills about stuff you've done in your life? Yeah. 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 Like, mm-hmm. Maybe I could have handled it a little different. I like that douche maybe I chills. I like so that. hard. Yeah, I'm, okay, can, I, can we use that? Because I, I feel like that's something that needs to be like the around chills. the world is just saying douche chills. Because I've gotten oh, that multiple times. No, no never no. heard that before. Oh, the douche chills. That's maybe that's uh maybe that's like a nor- northeast, like, like a regional thing. Well, see, it was crazy. I mean, maybe I was just too young. See, I'm from Jersey, and uh, I, oh, I. So then you must have heard it. I don't remember it when I was younger. No, I mean I've been in, I've been in Virginia since I was uh, thirteen, so I probably it's pretty prominent up here, and I get the douche chills by a lot of, because of a lot of people, including my own extended family. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime I reminisce about my twenties, there's definitely some. Douche oh chills yeah, <laughs> like there's things in my twenties that I've that I've like actually like gone and said, you know, you know had apologies for, you know, sincere apologies of re- and regret from the things. I did, and I still get douche chills about them, even though I've apologized for them. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. My yeah. 20s are like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that just doesn't exist. It just oh. doesn't. It's not. <laughs> don't even. Don't even bring it up. It's not yeah. a thing. Yeah. 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 The things we knew each other when we were in our 20s, too. That's oh, the scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> um, so, all right. I guess we're going to, uh, we're going to be wrapping up. This episode of From the Mouths of Madness. There is a first part to this episode. Uh, you can go and you can go to GUIPodcast.com and you will go find the GUI episode. If you were confused on why it said part two in the title, the there's a episode, part one. There yes. is because there's a part one. Hey, you never know, man. You sometimes you got to explain things. Well, it's not like, uh, what is that movie that has part three and there's. Dude uh, Bro Party Massacre yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no part I like one that and two. One. Oh, I love yeah. that one. Yeah. Stream Team releasing. Those guys are rad as shit, too. But that movie's fucking hysterical. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, there was a part one under the, but we did that on the flagship with GUI. Yes. So go gupodcast.com, find that episode, and check out the first part of this interview with John Patrick Brennan. And um, you got some social media stuff. You got some some ways to find you right about. You want to give those little little plug real quick? Sure. Uh, badtechno.com is sort of a portal to all my stuff. It's it's this, the same website I've had since the early 2000s, but I was able to put the Twitter stuff on there. Uh, but at Bad Techno is uh, my Instagram, my Twitter, and uh, yeah, you can find my albums at Bad Camp um, through BadTechno.com. So that's really Bad Techno, all one go. word. Just you can find me. So if it's from the early two thousands, do you have all those really bad like GeoCities gifs on like the front page, of, like gears turning, <laughs> or it's like a I, bunny holding up a heart or something? <laughs> on I unfortunately don't because the guy that I had build the website was uh was a little bit ahead of his time i think but if you go look at the website you can see how like ridiculously old it okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh and also there is uh some some beautiful uh last drive-in special action happening oh yeah right? so yeah mm-hmm. yeah we got uh we got the halloween hideaway coming up october 23rd on Woo-hoo. shutter 9 30 p.m eastern and uh it's gonna be a great great time I'll be tweeting along with everybody at Bad Techno, but also Darcy the Mail Girl, Joe Bob Briggs. All of us will be uh, watching online. Sweet. So later in the week from the uh, time they release this episode, so that our listeners should have plenty of time to listen to this, uh, get your your Twitter handle, and uh, follow along while watching the uh, premiere. Yeah, which is, come, yeah. 
Instagram, I like to, Twitter. I like to play online. Come, come out. You know, I like to. If you want to fight about PizzaGate, I love to do that. Like, I, I love all this <laughs> stuff. Let's do it. Let's let's converse. All right. So, um, uh, John, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate yeah, seriously, it. it's been great. Thank you, thank you, guys. Really appreciate uh, you having me on. And, and uh, I guess there is also a, a Christmas special that's going to be happening in the not too distant future as well for last. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we have Christmas and we have season three. Uh, Christmas date. I, it's too still to be determined, so we'll get that out on okay. all social medias ASAP. Well, we'd love to have you back, uh, both on Geeks on the Influence and then also Madness. Definitely, Madness as definitely. Well. Like, yeah. This has been an absolute pleasure to have. This Anytime, conversation. I have lots to talk about. Well, and also, yeah. you just the conversation has been so like our normal conversations, just laid back. Everybody's hanging out, cracking jokes. It's been it's been lovely. So. Yes, very Same. very enjoyable, very enjoyable. Yeah. Same here. Thank you. So uh, again, thank you so much, John, for being on. And um, listeners, until we talk to you again, stay safe. Podcast.com.